0: Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before? Find out more at
1: MidAmericaRV.com. You better believe it. And while you're online looking at MidAmericaRV.com, you might as well go to Gunspot.com as well for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week, and one of the best parts about Gunspot is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you visit their website, so be sure to do so at Gunspot.com.
0: And while you're strapped up, saddle up in a new ride from Roper Kia. Check out their inventory online or at the lot. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Miked Up, they're going to save you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride.
1: You better believe it. Once you have that nice and newer ride, you know at some point you're going to need the oil change and the tire service. So, why not get that taken care of at Downtown Lube right here in Joplin, Missouri? They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So, be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Once again, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need that oil change and those tires serviced or that vehicle taken care of. So, be sure to take that right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube.
0: And thanks to all of our listeners joining, participating, some of you live in the call line app with us. We do love and appreciate you guys. Happy holidays, as yeah. it is a couple days before Christmas. Maybe you're listening to this as you travel to and from Christmases. I am one of the lucky bastards out there. I don't have to travel for Christmas. Lucky you.
1: I've got a 12-minute drive to make, and then I'm done. I only have one spot to go to as well, which is nice. There was one Christmas. Um where I made the trip from St. Louis to Joplin mm-hmm. in one day and then back to Springfield. That was the long, it reminded me of that movie like four Christmases with Vince mm-hmm. Vaughn.
0: I tried to watch that movie today actually.
1: And I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can never do this again. Agreed. And I didn't <laughs> never say never. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It
0: is terrible. I feel bad for the people that do have to travel a lot for Christmas. Anytime,
1: anytime you have to go like more than two hours, Oh, especially with the way the weather is, like, here. Like, this would be brutal to travel. Oh, yeah. Huge if you need to so make hayden. any pit stops or you got to load the vehicle or unload the vehicle in this type of weather, I would just be agitated the entire time. Like, it's mm-hmm. way too cold. This is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. It, as we recorded, I checked the weather right before. It was negative 2. The feel-like temperature is negative 23.
1: <laughs> Boy, it hits fast, Can I be and my honest? dog loves it.
0: It doesn't feel that cold.
1: I know, I like. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like my dog is absolutely loving it, and I'm bummed up. And I was like, it doesn't feel that bad. No,
0: it doesn't feel like negative twenty three. I'm calling bullshit on that. It feels like temperature.
1: It feels like negative two. Or I'm two. not because I don't want something to happen, and I'm stuck outside. And it's like it's twenty negative twenty three degrees. <laughs> Did right? I wear two coats? To the office today? That's very yes. true. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Even a long sleeve flannel, a coat, a, a, a Wrangler vest with Sherpa material in Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm about to ditch one of the, I uh, wore two coats and a hoodie. Cause I'm that guy that's like, just in case. What if I get stuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna be that guy. Yeah,
1: the guy that drives a Dodge pickup.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I get stuck, something it's bad bad. Is yeah. This time of year also makes me love my truck. Shout out to Roper Kia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause that bad boy's not getting stuck. <laughs>
1: Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I was like, I got my car, uh, or my, I should say my little mini mini SUV, Mazda mm-hmm. CX-5. feel like a rich Johnson County housewife in it, you know, feeling pretty good, <laughs> rolling around in style. It's nice, luxurious, comfortable ride, but then it's like, I can't do anything in this damn thing. I couldn't do anything in, in my car life. before, but uh, not that I'm aware of. It drives well, though. I'll say that. I probably should have drove to work today. Uh, I was able to take the day off because it was ice, and then I was like, you know, I would have had to go slow. Would I have been late? Yes, but I could have made it. Could have been there today. But I took the I took advantage of today and the opportunity that presented itself to clean my apartment. So, like deep, organize, and clean, and make it look presentable. And I'm kind of proud of myself. So. You had a guest coming over. <laughs> you never know, Doug. <laughs> Fingers know, I, crossed.
0: <laughs> I I know why a single man cleans his house. Yeah. It's not because mom and dad are coming over.
1: Hey, people come home to visit, man. You need an extra place to stay. Uh, Parents our, getting on your nerves, no
0: worries. Our guy, Tyler Warden, says that it's a, a brisk 64 degrees in Arizona.
1: Brisk. <laughs> this guy. Thanks for rubbing it in, Tyler. Appreciate yeah. you guys, though. Yeah, uh, we, 64 degree day sounds wonderful right now.
0: Can you imagine how hot that would be? How hot it would feel? Oh, that yeah. is an 80 degree difference.
1: Like, next week, I think next Friday, we're supposed to get up to 54 Uh is a high for next Friday. And I was like, that's going to feel incredible. Like, I might wear shorts to work. I'm Mm -hmm. not allowed to, but I just might. Hawaiian shirt and all. Like, Like, what's up? Right. It feels like
0: negative 20 here. -hmm. I'm going to guess, maybe let's be, it feels like 60 in Arizona.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's 80 degrees difference. that put your body in shock? (laughs) I also saw, since we're talking weather, I saw that like in Montana, the weather dropped like 30 degrees in, I think, an hour or something like that. <laughs> I no, know it was, that was more than that, because they're saying it was one degree per minute. Is that even possible? Maybe I was going to
1: say, I didn't know that was possible. You're the science teacher here. Maybe it's one know.
0: degree every two minutes, but still, ridiculous. Like dropped 30 degrees in mm-hmm. less an than hour. an hour. Yeah. Uh, we are going to talk about football, though, and probably some baseball and basketball as well, and then get to some of our Christmas stuff. So let's get into it. There are a lot of quarterbacks that got hurt and some that have just elected not to play anymore. One of the quarterbacks that is hurt is Jalen Hurts. He has a shoulder injury that sounds like it's going to keep him out for a significant amount of time. The good news for Eagles fans, they are one win away from clinching the number one seed in the NFC. I like the way that they're doing this. A couple of weeks ago, Josh Allen was hurt. I said, sit him. Don't re- don't risk it for this game, even though it's an important game. And it looks like he's fine now. But I like the way that the Eagles are handling this situation. Let Gardner Minshew play. I, it's the Cowboys. That's fine. Don't risk hurting Jalen Hurts' shoulder and injuring
1: it further. Mm-hmm. Sit him out especially how well the season's gone and, you know, the possibility of clinching a number one seed. If you don't get it this week, that I don't feel like there's anybody that's going to take it next week. Like there's enough separation there that you're fine. You can handle another loss this season. You will be okay. Mm-hmm. Allow Jalen Hurts to be healthy and go into the postseason ready to rock and roll. Don't have any nicks or, you know, nagging injuries that may slow you down or, you know, have you on the edge of seed or maybe, you know, take you out of your game plan or what you do best. Let Jalen Hurts be healthy going into this week.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's week sixteen, so there's still three weeks of the regular season left, which blows my mind. It's going incredibly fast. Also, having a week eighteen on the schedule is going to feel weird to me for probably another two years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then throwing in these extra playoff teams is going to be weird too. And then you know, tonight we even have football too. Jaguars and Jets play low key good game. <laughs> Zach Wilson going to start again mm-hmm. uh, because Mike White is still hurt. And
1: the thing is, the Jaguars are in a position where they could possibly win the division. And if they win the division, that's a playoff game. That's I, wonderful. I know. And, you know, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has looked phenomenal. The Jaguars receiving core has been better than expected this year. I don't think they're honestly getting enough praise uh, for how well they have been. Uh, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, you know, Evan Ingram has finally decided yeah. to step up and be a decent NFL tight end. Thank God for that. And then you look at the defense of the Jaguars, they're young but they're making plays. They're hanging in games. You beat the New York jets. You are rolling into the rest of this year. And I think they play, I think the rest of the season for Jacksonville is I know they played Tennessee to end the year, which means they could sweep the Tennessee Titans this season, which is looking possible. And then they also play at Houston.
0: Yeah. They they could win out like very easily. Mm-hmm. They could win out this season. And you mentioned a guy that I wanted to bring up because he made so much noise in the off season. That's Christian Kirk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people hated
1: it when he signed because he signed for so much money. He's their number one receiver. Yeah, I mean, I was one of those people. Like, <laughs> I was a part of that group. It was like, Christian Kirk? This guy yeah. hasn't lived up to anything in Arizona. I think we can also put tabs on that that uh, it's not necessarily Christian Kirk, Cliff Kingsbury, and <laughs> Kyler Murray once again.
0: And that's kind of my thing him is you have to spend the money. You might as well go spend it on a receiver, and maybe he is overpaid, but guess what? Who cares? You got Trevor Lawrence a good target. That yeah. receiver, who has 73 catches on the year, 966 yards, and seven touchdowns. Is he getting overpaid? Sure. Might have been worth it. To be able yeah, to bring that's... in a guy, a veteran receiver, to help out this group. And then you get him next year, and you get Calvin Ridley. Not a
1: bad group in Jacksonville. <laughs> it's not at all. And you're probably going to go add another guy in the offseason. If you can, you know, pipe up the money to go make it happen. And then in the draft, you can focus on, you know, your offensive line and your defense. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've been focusing on for a while, but at the same time, it's kind of working for him. Yeah.
0: It, it, Travis Etienne has looked really good um, of late as well. He's he's almost to 1,000 yards this season. Mm-hmm. So he's been playing really well. A lot of good things going on in Jacksonville. So that'll be an interesting game tonight. Uh, other quarterbacks, though, that are injured. Lamar Jackson officially going to be out against the Falcons. Tyler Huntley going to get the start there. That it's, That's a tough look for Lamar Jackson. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's what we talked about last week with Kyler Murray, or I should say Sunday. Kyler Murray took advantage, got that deal at the beginning of the season. Now he's injured. He's safe. He has his contract. Lamar Jackson, they couldn't get it figured out. We'll go to next season. Now he's going to get, you know, franchise tagged probably. And I'm be like, all right, do it again. Like, have a year of being mm-hmm. healthy. Well, sometimes it's not just Lamar Jackson. In the last two years, there hasn't been. That entire team has been dealing with injuries. Right. The whole. It- It has not been good for the Baltimore Ravens in terms of just health, and I think that's one thing that we're used to Baltimore having is health and being, you know, just an absolute fearsome defense. And that's just not it right now, and that's not necessarily Lamar Jackson's fault in any way, shape, or form. It's just, you know, the way it happens sometimes. Like that's just the way it goes. But if you are Lamar Jackson and you are heading into this off season, what do you do? You're not going to sign a contract injured because you're not going to get what you want. And if you do do the franchise tag, it's going to be a nice bump in pay. But at the same time, you're also a first-round draft pick, so you're fine there in terms of money. I feel bad for Lamar Jackson. And I've been on <laughs> – snip snipped-snapped on whether I don't like him, whether I do uh-huh. or not. You have a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: huh. But right now, I feel bad for him. I like to watch him play. But, you know, if I'm the Ravens, you do have to question the longevity of the last two years being so hurt. And hopefully he does get it fixed. But – Uh, It's a knee sprain. How's that going to affect his game in the future? And then, you know, if you do pay him, do you do the uh, Michael Vick thing of say, hey, we don't want you running around like that anymore. That didn't work out for Michael Vick. He wasn't as good when he stopped running so much. Or, you know, he got a little heavier and wasn't as effective. Never really blossomed into the quarterback that he could have been. And, you know, with Lamar Jackson, he does already have the MVP. So he's he's already proven he can do it. But it's a little iffy. I don't think that I would. I would I would franchise tag him.
1: If you're Baltimore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Do you think you can rely on Lamar Jackson to be a productive passer in the NFL without the threat of his legs? Like that's gonna happen in four years. I think he needs to show some development there. I think he can. I don't he's not there yet. Yeah.
0: But even like with him and his legs always being a threat, he's never gonna be even like a Patrick Mahomes type where you're like, oh, he runs occasionally. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a guy that's like Cam Newton at the end of his career. Like, hey, he's still a threat to run. But it's going to look very different for Lamar Jackson.
1: Well, we saw, six like, foot 6'5", 250. Yeah, we saw the quick decline of Cam Newton. He's like, he's not fast anymore. There's He's using his entire body to put into throws. It was rough to watch Cam Newton's career pretty much come to an end. And has he officially retired? I don't think so. There was another player I was thinking of the other day who we've not really heard of being in the league, but they're not retired either. It's just, yeah, they're just kind of out there chilling. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because they're still getting paid by a team, so it's uh, I'm not going to retire because then that stops. But mm-hmm. I'll enjoy not getting hit every week. Yeah. And then Ryan
0: Tannehill, another quarterback, most likely out uh-huh. for the year. Uh, I believe his was an ankle injury. This kind of paves the way for Malik Willis to start. The rookie out of Liberty, he has not looked good when he has been on the field. I know that he's he's shown some promise, and I think he makes some throws, and people will point out and be like, wow, there's a lot of potential there. The productivity has not really been there for Malik Willis so far. I think he's completing like less than 50% of his passes <laughs> on the year. It looks really good sometimes, but some of those balls are also incomplete. So I guess we'll get a good look at him. This is almost a... It's kind of a blessing in disguise yeah. for the Titans. You get a look at Malik Willis to out what kind of quarterback he can be.
1: Yep, and they're ending out the year you know, with Houston at home. Then they play Dallas, and then they go to Jacksonville. So Houston's been looking good the last couple of weeks. They almost beat the Dallas Cowboys, put up a ton of points. They yeah. put up some points against the Chiefs. They almost beat them. And now you're going to go and play Tennessee, whose defense has not been very good this year. And you might be able to keep scoring points. They've they've kind of figured out the little dual quarterback action there with Davis Mills and uh, what was Driscoll's name? Thank you, Driscoll. Um, In terms of running the ball, throwing the ball, you know, defense has been able to kind of get after the quarterback too, which was surprising to me. But they found some success for there. There's a possibility Houston comes out of this game with a win. You've gotten close the last two weeks. Why not go get it this week? It seems very Titans to lose a game like this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Tori. Obviously, you should beat the Texans. And, like, maybe you're starting to turn a corner. Or maybe you're starting to peak before the playoffs. And then they just shit the bed. I could see it happening. Yeah, I do find my – I root for Malik Willis. I want to see him be good. Uh, I root for most guys in the NFL. I would like to see him be good. I just don't know that we're going to see that happen. And how about an old Titans quarterback? Marcus Mariota was praised for kind of the way that he handled the situation with the Falcons drafting Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. He also went full heel turn because as soon as Desmond Ritter was named the starter, Marcus Mariota came out and said, I'm injured. I'm no longer with the team. And today his coach pretty much outed him and saying he pulled one of those I'm hurt things. was just have an overall bad look for a guy that was praised early on in the season and in the offseason for how he handled having a rookie quarterback. There. Yeah. So I, if you praise these guys, I feel like you got to shit on them too uh, when they do something like that. And it is a tough look for it's a veteran really, quarterback, but yeah. It's very out of character, it seems like.
1: Especially for Marcus Mario, I mean, this is he's been the nice guy from Oregon all the way through the NFL, you know, being in Tennessee and then bouncing to the Raiders and everything that they dealt with. And now you come to Atlanta, you get an opportunity to be a starter again and eventually you end up losing the job here, but
0: you know, I thought oh, they were very started. fair with
1: him. Yeah, they I, gave
0: him every chance
1: to succeed and to be the starter. They had a little spark in the season where it was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, there might be something here right. with the and then it, that we overlooked. But.
0: Yeah, it kind of stalled, and things mm-hmm. didn't look good. So they made a move at quarterback because you have a rookie. You're not winning games. That's what you do in the NFL. I was very surprised to see that too, and I wonder how that's going to affect his career. He's going to have some questions to answer because I don't think he's getting another starting opportunity in the NFL. Not – not as like a named starter. Yeah. He's going to be a backup guy for the rest of his career. And if somebody gets hurt, then maybe he gets a start. But for right now, he's, he's auditioning for backup jobs. And he did not have a good first look
1: with this little stunt that he's pulling. Yeah, I agree. I mean, at this, at this point, you might as well just accept being a backup, like a career backup. And that's not a bad thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think
1: being a career backup in the NFL is that bad of a job. Hey, do I have to deal with the stress every week of winning football games? No. Do I get to go through the process and be in the room and, you know, help out my team and be a key part of that and help the defense get ready for this game? Absolutely. Am I also making millions? Also, yes.
0: Yeah, you're probably still if making I come
1: it. In, if our four main mil guy, a year. Exactly. If our main guy goes down and gets hurt and I come in and win us the game, who's praised and just loved all week, maybe mm-hmm. for the rest of the season? Backup quarterback. Look at Chad Henney in Kansas Kansas City. Oh, Hennessy. Henney's saying anything can happen. Dude, help the Chiefs won a freaking Super Bowl. Thank you. Love you very much. He's going to be known forever in Kansas City because of that. I believe
0: Marcus Mariota signed a two-year deal with the Falcons. So this isn't even like a, I'm done, I'm a free agent. <laughs> he signed, like, I believe, a two-year $18 million deal, paying him almost $9 million. A year.
1: He so got a little NBA player mindset. I was like, "I'm done. Get rid of me." <laughs> right? I know you're still paying me, but I'll be gone. Uh huh.
0: And i sure some of that's got to be guaranteed money.
1: It's I don't really. It was just what like a weird move from him. It, it really is. And here's another quarterback that I want to ask you about: Tom Brady. Should he be done after this year? I think so. He's Forty-five. That's the number that he's floated out there a couple times. Mm-hmm. He's not looking great, Tommy. Giselle the witch coming again. She let him think he was fine. Is he? That's the reason or, why she's good at what she does. She just gave him a little bit of hope. Got everyone thinking like, oh my God, Tom Brady still got it. The divorce is over with. He doesn't have to worry about it. She's over there poking needles. Oh, you just you fumbled the ball right there on a routine handoff against the Bengals. Mm, Giselle's over there. And this is in. you
0: convinced that she is a witch just so everybody can keep up at home.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't think there's any convincing. She said it herself. Aren't you glad you married a witch? He said yes, and, his, and then they kissed.
0: <laughs> his his quarterback rating this year is an eighty nine point one, which is not terrible. Mm-hmm. His QBR average is fifty. He is at fifty point five, so he is he is a smidge above yeah. average. Now he is forty five years old, but he's just he's not playing to the level that we've all kind of expected. I mean. I, Age 44, he led the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now he's sitting there. He still has 3,800 yards, almost 3,900, and 20 touchdowns. He's still playing really well. But what's it going to look like next year? Or yeah. maybe he has a year where he, he almost gets a chip on his shoulder. I don't know if he's still capable of that.
1: And he might get it this year. And the reason I do bring up Tom Brady is because our guy, Damien, sent a message and was just like, here's a possible theory next year for Tom Brady and what could possibly happen. He's a Saints fan, so listen to this first one and just kind of take it with the bias that's going to be presented. He joins the Saints. Sean Payton comes back, resumes the head coach. Dennis Allen goes back to defensive coordinator. Tom Brady and the Saints dominate the league. There's that one. The other one, and this one kind of piqued my curiosity it here. It feels
0: very Saints fanny, <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. And then here's the other one. Tom Brady goes back to the Patriots. Sean Payton becomes the offensive coordinator and then takes over as head coach next year, and Bill Belichick retires. I know that sounds crazy. Tom Brady's most likely not going – back to new England. But Mm -hmm. the one that caught my curiosity with this is Sean Payton is possibly coming back next year. Mm -hmm. We talked about the possibility of him teaming up in Miami with Tom Brady, Miami. I'm sure that it didn't work out owner. Get out of your own way. We've talked about him possibly going to Dallas. If McCarthy doesn't make things happen this year, but Bill Belichick, and this is what caught my attention with it. Bill Belichick is close to retiring and they have a defensive coordinator running their offense right now. Maybe you can bring in Sean Payton and just go, Hey, Take over after this. I feel like somebody else would jump in front of them.
0: Like if you're Sean Payton and the Colts' job come, is open, yeah, I think I'd rather do that than, especially in that division. I would take that job. Tell me the Jaguars run in that division this year, and I can swoop in, find a quarterback, boom, bam. That's what I'd do. Other jobs that might be open, it's kind of hard to tell this year. Mm-hmm. The Denver job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> want it done? I would want to stay out of that division. I know some people are like, you oh, know you love the competition. I'm done. If I am mean, everyone else in the AFC is like, we're done spending money here. Chiefs run it. That's it. Like, we tried. We wouldn't spend a billion dollars. It didn't work out. We still finished last.
0: The uh, Arizona Cardinals job? I doubt that one comes open. I think it should be open. Mm-hmm. But Kingsbury did just sign a, a big deal there. So I,
1: I think that he stays. The Panthers job? That would be interesting. They just need a quarterback. They Please have the offensive- Go there and fix Sam Darnold.
0: Give my guy a chance.
1: <laughs> Who's another quarterback in the league that's been compared to Drew Brees? I know there's Tua. Russell Wilson. Damn. Tua. Anyone
0: below six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. They've all been compared to Drew Brees. But there are some interesting jobs. They're going to be open. Uh, I feel like everybody in the NFC North is going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the NFC East is going to be safe, unless Ron Rivera just retires.
1: Yeah, and he's not going to get fired. That is going to be interesting. What they do? Like, who's your quarterback? Are you rolling with Heineke next year? There's no way. You don't. Well, you might can... just because you're not in position to draft a quarterback. Yeah, but I feel like he. Like, I don't think I'm not saying he's a great quarterback, but I think he's a good transition quarterback until you reach that point. Fans yeah. love or him. Bridge teammates love him. He's good. You know, I mean, he makes just enough plays, yes, and very cheap. Mm -hmm. And then you go be a career backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. And he's living the the damn dream. Uh, Yeah,
0: there's going to be a lot going on this offseason, as there always is. But I do feel like last year kind of set the stage for an even bigger offseason. Maybe not a bigger one because Aaron Rodgers and his drama, Russell Wilson getting traded. Like, that all happened on the same day. I don't think we're going to get anything like that. But I think over the last two years, we've proven – These contracts don't matter. And there used to be guys where it was just they were untouchable because their contract is too bad. That's not the case anymore. Yeah. You can move anybody. So I I think that's going to lead to an interesting offseason. Nothing will compare to the Carlos Correa news, though. (laughs) This man, I went to bed, and he was a a San Francisco Giant. Yep.
1: I woke up. He's a New York Met. That's what I saw when I woke up. I was like, Carlos Correa is a New York Met. I was like, he just signed with the Giants. And like, that's where I was confused, too, because I
0: saw that there was some stuff before I went to bed the other night, and it was like, oh, they've delayed his press conference. I'm like, oh, okay. I wake up, I see that he's a Met, and then like I question myself. It's like, well, I thought he was a Giant. Like, am I, I really struggling
1: to keep that up? That good of a dream? Or? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but the Mets just continue to spend money. It looks like Correa is going to play third since they already have Francisco Lindor there at shortstop. They're... Luxury tax alone is going to be a $100 million. Their luxury tax alone is more than five MLB teams' salaries. Their luxury tax is more than the Royals' payroll.
1: That's disgusting.
0: That's embarrassing on
1: both parts. Like, the MLB cannot allow that. Like, not the luxury tax. You pay as much luxury tax as you want. You want to do that. We cannot have teams spending less than $100 million mm-hmm. on your roster. When the
0: Mets are out there spending four hundred and fifty, Yes. That's not a level playing thing, field, We've talked, We've
1: complained about the Padres spending money and buying a team. We've done it about the Dodgers. We, you know what I mean? The, the Giants tried to do it and missed out. The Mets are doing it, and nobody's complaining or bitching mm-hmm. about it. That's my
0: thing with the, the Yankees. Everybody complains when the Yankees do this. Yes. Everyone. The Red Sox, the Mets. Even Dodgers, everyone complains when the Yankees do this. But when these other teams do it, like the Mets, eh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, first time they've ever done it. It's all right. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah just keep doing it. You know, the Padres have been doing this for years. Nobody complains. Yeah. But when the Yankees do it, everybody throws a fit, and it's like, oh, they, of course they're going to do it again. Good luck spending all this money, and you're not going to win a World <laughs> Series. Well, they got 27 of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're all
0: right. <laughs> They'll be all right. <laughs> when the Mets do it, though, like, we'll see what happens. I, I really like Carlos Correa. It's a it's an interesting move. And the parallels between him and A-Rod are, are pretty cool, honestly. Both grew up, I believe, in the Miami area. Big short stops. Now you move on and you go to New York and you move to third base. That's kind of a cool I didn't story see line. that.
1: That's awesome. Can he win a World Series with the Mets? That'd be pretty neat. Man, that'd be tough. The the just know, that's a good Yankees. lineup, though. The Mets and the Jets and the Nets. All the ets have got it figured out. Mm-hmm. That'd be about it. That'd be
0: cool. No, I, I don't like the Mets. Let's just be honest. If it happened, I would probably still root it. I've
1: never had an issue with the Mets. I feel like I shouldn't like them. I think it was more so than they made it to the World Series. I thought, hmm, that's a pretty unique story. I know the Royals are going to win. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, that was my viewpoint of that World Series. Like, the Mets. Like, this is such an odd year. The Royals and the Mets made the World Series. Haven't even sniffed it since. I do like Pete Alonzo. And I
0: do yeah. like Francisco Lindor. They bring in uh, Justin Verlander yep. to replace Jacob DeGrom. That might, Verlander might be better. Not in a one game situation, but over the course of a season.
1: Yeah, because he's going to stay. Verlander's
0: going to throw 200 <laughs> innings. <laughs> yeah. DeGrom's no, going to go throw is, 75. He's still, a Dodger. He signed somewhere else.
1: Was it the is Dodgers he or, he or the Angels?
0: One? I don't know. He was with the Angels for a little Is he a Philly? Let me just throw out some team names. And eventually, I'm going to get it
1: right. I'll tell you who's not, freaking Royal.
0: No, because they don't spend any money. Um, the, I don't know who they, they've... He's a Dodger, Okay, according to Wikipedia.
1: Yeah, I missed that news. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot going on in the world of MLB free agency. he
1: played for the Phillies and Angels last year. Yep, there it is.
0: Yep, and then signed with the Dodgers. The, the Carlos Correa one is weird, though. And it sounded like something happened with the physical... Um, they didn't like it, and then as soon as they questioned it, Scott Boris was like, "Yeah, fuck it. Let's sign with the Mets. Sign for a little bit less money, but got his deal." I,
1: yeah, I mean, if you're like the owner of the Mets, like I want any other owner in the league to take a look at that and just be like, "They look like they're having fun." Is he spending a ton of money? Yes, but are the Mets having fun?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One hundred. You can't look at them and say they're not. Like you're the owner of the Pirates. You're the New Royals. You're owner of the Rockies. You know what I mean? The Diamondbacks, the frickin' Tampa Bay Rays. Go spend some money. Mm-hmm. And
0: I, to me, that's always been the problem with baseball. It's not the fact that you have these literal giants and then the financial ones mm-hmm. that spend all this money. It's the fact that you have teams like the Rays or the Royals that are operating, and they're not right. even spending $100 million a year on their payroll. Like, that's embarrassingly bad. You... You need to do something about that, and I know like a salary cap floor is something that we've talked about a lot. I still mm-hmm. really like that idea, no. and if you want to do the luxury tax thing, fine. Let these teams in New York spend hundreds of millions of dollars, but if you can't come to the table with at least a hundred million dollars, you don't get a team.
1: So that's the thing: is are they just deciding not to choose, or excuse me, are they just choosing not to pay a hundred million dollars? or are they just literally incapable of doing that? Right. It's, you know Some of these teams are
0: always in tank mode to where they're just not going to spend money. The Indians are one of those teams that always have good prospects and, and young players, and they just don't re-sign them. They'll trade these guys, and maybe they'll keep one or two here and there. I think they still have Jose Ramirez, but they'll keep one or two guys, but they'll let all these other guys, Francisco Lindor, all those pitchers, they mm-hmm. will let them walk. They'll trade them for other prospects. And granted, they are more competitive than teams like the Royals. Yeah. But it is – it's embarrassing that even the Royals just – they're under new ownership, and you're still going to be one of these bottom-feeder teams that just can't pay. And there are teams like the Rays that have a very small payroll, and they still compete. They are the outlier. Yeah, but that's not like, you now. Out. That's mm-hmm.
1: not sustainable. Like, it's not going to last. Yeah. So
0: I, I would love to see Major League Baseball do something where they they have a salary cap floor, and it it should start at $100 million. Mm-hmm. With the way in this society, in this economy, you tell me you don't have billionaires out there that can throw, hundred million dollars at
1: a team every year? Shoot! At this point, come on down, Bezos. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. He could probably have like ten baseball teams.
1: Is it Bezos? Bezos? We know who I'm talking about. Jeff. Yeah, old Jeff. Bezos. That's but what now I you said, have me right? questioning it. Yeah.
0: It's like when somebody asks you how you say a
1: word, and then you're like, I don't know anymore. Oh, so, someone asked me how to spell respect the other day. And I was like, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm going to get into songs here in a little bit. So just go ahead and a little preview for you. A little uh, and
0: how about a, another little preview? It's almost Christmas time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Christmas time to me means the start of the NBA season. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I was looking at some of the standings and, and, and stuff like that because I'm, now is, honestly, when I start paying attention. Mm-hmm. I had no idea some of these teams were so good Mm -hmm. and some of these teams were so bad, but the Western conference is, is quite the conference to pay attention to right now. Again, I won't sit here and pretend like I've been paying attention all year because I haven't really just started looking at the stuff today. (laughs) The Denver nuggets are in first place. Uh, tied with the Grizzlies as of right now with a 19 and 11 record. So those two teams at the top, that's not surprising Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe to some people it is, but those are two pretty solid games. I think they were both in the playoffs last year. The surprise for me is that you go down to teams number 9 and number 10 in the rankings. They're 16 and 16. It's a four-game swing from first to last for the playoff rankings. To me, that is just ridiculous. On the eastern side, from first place, the Milwaukee Bucks are 22 and 9. To the number ten seed, the Toronto Raptors. It's an eight and a half game swing. There's just so much parity in the Western Conference right now. That even some of these teams that are on the outside looking in are the Warriors and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And then there are three teams that are you just knew were going to be bad: the Thunder, the Spurs, and the Rockets. And here's they the want theme. to be bad.
1: The the Thunder are playing better than the Lakers right now. <laughs> Like, they just they don't give a shit. They're playing with house money. They're having, like, how's, how's this year going to go? Doesn't matter. We got about eight draft picks next year. You guys just do right. you, boo. <laughs> yeah. We'll be fine. After
0: the game, they just watch those uh, Victor Wimbinyama highlights. <laughs> like, yeah, we're <laughs> going to make this happen.
1: <laughs> we're already
0: talking to the commissioner. Like, he's going to be here.
1: <laughs> I wonder if they have a difference now It's like, hey, you're Victor today. We we'll want to learn how to play with him before you get to you.
0: Yeah, just make it happen. Uh, it, it is. It's going to be interesting to see how this kind of plays out. It is funny that we always do come back to the Lakers, but it is, it's embarrassingly bad. You're 13 and 18. And even though I talked about the parody in the Western Conference, it just doesn't feel like they're going to be a playoff team. <laughs> There's so much season left. It hasn't even started yet for me. And
1: yeah. Lakers it's are already open. bad. Yep.
0: I, I saw a TikTok video the other day, and it's like Anthony Davis is the only person that can sprain his foot or his ankle in midair.
1: <laughs> yes, I saw that video. I probably watched it not even kidding you 10 times just to just see like – does that really twist your ankle? Is that enough of, like, a recoil of your foot snapping off someone or just flexing off someone's shin that it's going to sprain it? For Anthony Davis, yes. Also, again, why are you wearing low-top sneakers playing basketball as a big man? You are a big man in the NBA, known for your shot-blocking defense and the ability to score. Why the hell are you wearing guard shoes? I'll never understand just low-tops for any position. I also agree with that. I don't know how anybody, like the, everyone's like, oh, I love Kobe's. I love Kobe Bryant, not his shoes. I don't trust my ankles in them. Mm-hmm. I'll go with the Kyries. I'll go with the Damian Lillards. I'll go with the LeBrons, even though they're a little too heavy. KDs, low tops as well. Don't like them. Can't do it. Breaks me out. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to see my ankle. No.
0: Even my daughters, I won't let them wear low tops.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've never had ankle problems. I've had my share of knee problems. Mm-hmm. Never had an ankle problem. Because we're high tops. Look at that! It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, just uh, the more you know uh, with some of these guys and their ankles, wear high tops. Tape it up. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I've played a little basketball in my day.
1: Just makes a little sense. Sometimes you know. <laughs> sometimes you don't need the analytics. Just the eye test,
0: right? It's just things we've been doing for years. <laughs> just know better, do better. Um, I am excited about the Christmas slate of games. I think the NBA did a really good job this year of putting some good matchups together. It's going to tip off Sunday, Christmas Day, at 11 o'clock Central Time with the 76ers and the Knicks. That's a good Eastern Conference.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Maybe not necessarily a rivalry, but at least they're good enough and they're competitive enough that it's going to be a good matchup. Mm -hmm. You get to see guys like James Harden and uh, Joel Embiid in primetime. That's going to be a good matchup. The Knicks also, I guess we should mention the fact that they lose a 2025 second-round pick for tampering with Jalen Brunson, is bullshit.
1: Yeah, I everybody
0: agree. does it, and you're gonna like you're not even making an example of the Knicks because that is <laughs> such
1: a throwaway draft pick. It, like, why the Knicks of all the teams? One, why are you tampering? Two, why are you punishing them? His dad works for the team. Like, what
0: is he supposed to do? Not talk to his son at all <laughs> for like this, this grace period where you're not <laughs> supposed to talk to players? You know, son, it would be cool if I could coach in the NBA. You know what,
1: dad? You're right. NBA
0: draft pick. Boom. Second round pick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're done. Yeah, it's stupid. And everybody knows that this stuff goes on. I mean, the the contracts are agreed upon one minute after free agency starts. (laughs) But we're all going to pretend like there's no tampering. Yes. Or that they're just all talking during these. I wonder with Brunson,
1: if he just texted his dad and was like, hey, like, would you want to be my coach? And his dad responds with like, yes, son, I love you. In order to text my dad that, he wouldn't have responded. (laughs) Still out to get that milk,
0: huh? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Wherever you're at, you're probably in another
1: point. He probably <laughs> just
0: texting like, hey, Pop, I'm coming home. And the NBA's like, got him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prove uh, it. We got it. We got him.
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen,
0: we got him. <laughs> Take the break. Take the <laughs> break. We got him. Uh, that will be a good game. And then the Lakers still get that marquee <laughs> matchup on Christmas Day because it's LeBron. who's still playing phenomenal basketball. He's averaging yeah. 27 points. Eight rebounds and almost seven assists at age ninety two or however old he is He had a
1: block last night or the other night and that he put in like the fifth row of the stands mm-hmm. on the side, like not behind the goal, off to the side of the court. And I was just like, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw a block like that. The most disrespectful thing in the world. LeBron James was like, damn, just trailing on defense. So that I knew he's gonna what I knew he was gonna do here. Put it in the stands.
0: LeBron the GM gets in the way of LeBron the player. Okay, so Bill. many times
1: such a belichick thing
0: yeah it's just like if you let somebody else build this team around lebron 12 championships Oh, yeah. but lebron he just doesn't have so again i saw another tiktok because i was bored today of isaiah thomas talking about lebron and his basketball iq and he compared himself and guys like um michael jordan kobe bryant They all had these great coaches coming up. Like Michael Jordan had Doug Collins and then Phil Jackson. And Mm -hmm. before that, Dean Smith at North Carolina. He had some really great basketball minds around him. Isaiah Thomas had Chuck Daly. Kobe Bryant had Phil Jackson. All these guys had great coaches. LeBron has had Eric Spolstra. (laughs) And I don't know that he's a great basketball mind. But LeBron's basketball IQ is just it's through the roof.
1: I think Eric Spolster doesn't. He's kind mm-hmm. of one of those coaches who is more like the strategic aspect and then like bounding personalities. Mm-hmm. Like he's really good at yeah, doing that. The Pat Riley type. Exactly. And so like, that's. What, dang, that's kind of sad that. And you know, I, I do think There's Eric Spolster is a really good coach. Pat mm-hmm. Riley, good general manager, he knows what he's doing. The Heats find ways yep. to get quality players in there year in and year out and find a way to compete. But for LeBron, longevity of his career.
0: That's I do it. think some of it goes back on LeBron, too, because he has kind of, he's run some coaches or wanted to handpick his guys. Yeah. And, and he has bounced around a little bit. You know those other guys that I mentioned, Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant? Stayed with one team. <laughs> they found something that worked, and they stuck with it. But it, I'm not trying to shit on LeBron. That's the no, I'm, that Yeah, I'm right there with you, though. But it is. It's kind of impressive that he is probably one of the smartest basketball players of all time, and he has had no coaching.
1: Mhm.
0: Uh, Coach K with the Olympic team. That's about it.
1: <laughs> I heard Eamon Shepard uh, tell a story. It was actually this morning. I was on TikTok as well, where he was telling a story of someone asked, What was the most challenging moment of your career? And Eamon Shepard's response was, When I was playing with LeBron and Cleveland, J.R. Smith was on the podcast with him, and LeBron's when he corner to court, and he goes, Eamon, corner now. And he's like, I don't know how to handle that. He's like, I was told what to do and there's like nobody, you know what I mean? Like it's quiet. Everyone hears it. How do I respond to this? And he's like, I was lazy to get into the corner. I didn't want to do it. I don't want to be told what to do by another man, mm-hmm. but it was just the way that he said it is I didn't have another choice. <laughs> and even Schumper is so good at telling stories that I hope I just told a sliver of how good it was. But it's just like, I can't imagine being another player in the NBA and you just have LeBron controlling everything mm-hmm. because he sees it before it happens. Like Schumper told him. Story where LeBron's going, hey, when he moves, back cut. And the moment the guy moved, he back cut, boom, wide open layup. And it's just, he goes, I don't know how he saw it, but he did. And it's just LeBron's done that time and time again. And I, I hate for LeBron, like it just, it is what it is. Everyone's going to hate a great player. That's just part mm-hmm. of it. But man, I wish he could have gotten more success earlier in his career to where we could look at LeBron James right now like we do Tom Brady, where it's like we just appreciate it. Now with LeBron, it's like, I feel like we all realize like, hey, am I coming to an end? But at the same time, it's like there is that slower hope of maybe they can win another one. Mm-hmm. Or well, if he leaves again, you tarnish your legacy even more.
0: That's one of those things that even I think Patrick Mahomes is facing.
1: You know, that after
0: he won a Super Bowl a second year in the league, a lot of people were like, oh, man, how many is he going to win? Mm-hmm. Well, we're in what? Is it year five? He's got one. Yeah, <laughs> And that's kind of LeBron, too. Like everybody put him on the pedestal still. like, oh, how many is he going to win? He's going to be better than Jordan. Jordan got six. Kobe got five. LeBron's got, I think, four, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to win championships. And that's why you just have to appreciate these guys on their own. It's not always compare them. It is fun to have those debates and compare them from time to time. But also, I, I hate when it gets in the way. Just appreciate LeBron for yeah. what he is. There's so many Jordan lovers out there that can't say anything good about LeBron James. Yes. Like, even me, my thing is he is firmly the second best player of all time. <laughs> and I appreciate still watching LeBron at, like I said, 92 years old still have a chase down block, or still averaging 27 points in the league. That's a ridiculous thing to do.
1: Without your solid number two guy, because he can't stay healthy.
0: Yeah, and your number three guy can't shoot. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Welcome to the Lakers. Yeah, uh, they will be playing the Mavericks
0: on Christmas Day. After the 76ers and Knicks game, that one's supposed to start around 130. Luka also had uh, just on a tear this year. He's averaging 32 points, 8 rebounds, and almost 9 assists. It's just fun watching him develop. He's one of my favorite players in the league. He'll get to showcase what he can do against the Lakers. Um, and then another very good game, probably my favorite game of the day, the Bucks versus the Celtics. You get Giannis versus Jason Tatum. At times, the Celtics have looked like the best team in the league this year, and the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the league this year, according to their record. And then the Boston Celtics, a half game right behind them in the mm-hmm. East, feels like this is almost like a playoff game.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it's a, five it's here. a home game for the Celtics as well, so that's going to be huge. And they're currently 11 and 5 right now at home. They've had a huge opening start to the season with the majority of their home games, and boy are they living up to it. Mm-hmm. And
0: I thought they were going to have a, a let ba- a letdown season. I kind of agree. Firing their just... coach right before the season started, they they've been doing pretty good. Maybe for the Celtics, you just get a new coach every freaking year. Yeah, just keep replacing them. See what happens. <laughs> Why not? You still have Jason Tatum do whatever you have to do to keep Jalen Brown happy.
1: Yeah.
0: It feels like every year it's like, oh, he's going to leave. He's pissed off. He came back. That would be another good game. That, I will definitely make sure I watch that one. Great thing about me is I don't have to do anything on Christmas. That's a free day for me.
1: Are you at home or are you at uh, you I'm home. your parents? Mm-mm. Home. Home, home. By myself.
0: My house. Not putting pants on. Watching basketball.
1: Can you do that? You can hang out at home with just like chilling in your underwear? No, because I keep it too cold. Yeah, so that's right. Like I just I can't I hear people like, oh man, I just like chill out my house naked. I can't do that.
0: Yeah, I've heard people say that too, and it's yeah. just weird for me. Yeah. I have windows. It's still it's uncomfortable. Yep. Sweats so on a hoodie ahead. though? Hundred percent. Oh bingo. Have bang. shoes on? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Showering? No. <laughs> Not gonna shower on Christmas. No shower Christmas. Bro, that's nasty. I'm not, I'm not going to shower. I'm not going to shower on Christmas. Man.
1: Why you gotta call me out like that? You call? You said <laughs> it. I'm just asking. You call me like nasty. A, a nice, a nice start to the day with a nice clean shower. You don't what? ever skip a day. I mean, I'll like skip in the morning and do it in the evening.
0: Mm-mm. Nope, I'm going 24 hours.
1: Oh, I can't. Full I feel, 24. I feel icky.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, too, but I'm just at home alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I get a whiff of a bo, I'm like, nope, shower. <laughs> <laughs> my my biggest fears, smelling bad. You. I walked into work the other day and someone made a joke about me smelling bad. I was like, "Are you serious?" Mm. I was like, "Hey, I'm like 100. percent Are you joking? Are you being serious?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm just kidding." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> don't do that." <laughs> yeah, uh, other games funny.
0: on the Christmas slate where I won't be showering, and just watching basketball: the Grizzlies and the Warriors. Grizzlies look very good this year. John Morant, the star. Warriors have been bad, and they lose Steph Curry. He's going to be out for a while. They I think they're on like a one in five game skid right now. It just doesn't look good for the Warriors. I think they're gonna get run by the Timberwolves or not the Timberwolves, the Grizzlies. That's just part of it.
1: <laughs> I kinda oh, it's in San Francisco. I was like, man, that'd be kinda cool to go to that game. Mm, it would be yes, it's Christmas Day, so never mind. A little late planning by us. It's gonna be interesting to see. I do like seeing that John ja Morant is still taking over the Grizzlies in leading them to victory is like, I think that's really nice. You know, you did lose some pieces with Brunson in the offseason. You come in and you're still scoring points. You're still being a factor defensively. It's nice to see that John Morant with the Grizzlies was not just like, a eh, one, two-year burst. It's like we're going to see this continue to happen and the Grizzlies are going to be competing in the West for a while. That's yeah. what I like to see. You talked about the parity in the West. Bingo, bingo, absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, I and mean, right now the Grizzlies sitting there – they're the number – well, they're tied for the top seed in the West with a 19-11 and 11 record uh, with the Denver Nuggets, who are the one seed, and they will be taking on the Phoenix Suns, which is another really good game. Tips off at 9.30. 30.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll see how tired I am. I need to sleep in, so maybe I'll be, be able to stay awake. That's another good matchup. It's also interesting because the Suns and Pelicans have kind of created this rivalry this year. Mm-hmm. where I almost wish that was the Sunday, the Christmas Day matchup. You know what's I, gonna, it will be next year. You know year. what just hit me? This is sun, there's going to also be football on. I think I'm going to watch NBA games over football.
1: Yeah, like all the good games are on Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm. As I was going to say, the Chiefs play on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's not even like a dilemma for me. The Bills play on Saturday as mm-hmm. well. There's so many Saturday games. What are you doing, NFL? (laughs) What are you doing? Is that? No, there's only one. How many games are on Saturday?
1: Is it just one game? I think pretty much all of them. For the NFL? Yeah. No, there's several. Uh, The Chiefs play. The San Francisco 49ers play. I'm looking at the schedule. (laughs) There are so many
0: games on Saturday. It's like a full slate of NFL games.
1: Yeah, I think that's like. And then on
0: Sunday, there are three football games. Not watching any football on Sunday.
1: Who's uh? Who's playing on Sunday, then?
0: They have a noon game. Mm-hmm. Just one. There's one noon game. It's the Packers and the Dolphins. That's a pretty good game. You guys have fun watching it. Then there's one 3 o'clock game at 3.30, the Broncos and the Rams. No one's watching that football game.
1: No. Nope.
0: No one. And then it's Sunday, Sunday night. night, it's the Buccaneers and the Cardinals. I will not watch a single down of Trace football <laughs> on Sunday at all. The good sports weekend, though. I'm going to get my fill of football on Saturday. I'm going to watch basketball on Friday. And then the Chargers and the Colts play on Monday night. But I'm probably not watching that either. I don't know. Maybe the Colts sneak out a win. I'll find out on Tuesday when I wake up. <laughs> we didn't mention the fact that the Colts are also changing their quarterback. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Matt Ryan gets benched again, this time getting benched for Nick Foles. Should have just
1: kept Sam Ellinger. I mean, Best it's real. Like, just... It doesn't matter like, though. I, like I Jonathan get it. Taylor's done, your season's over with. Mm-hmm. Jeff Saturday, just say your thanks and get out.
0: And he wanted to come in and kind of make a splash or whatever. And like, oh, we're still going to win games. You should have pulled him aside and just been like, yo, you're actually here to lose games. We're playing Sam Ellinger. He's going to be the starter of the rest of the season. Even if he's good, great. Go out and win as many games as you can.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's our starter. We're not trying to do this bullshit. Yeah. Where We win games. (laughs) We accidentally run into a win with Sam Ellinger. Fine. But we want that draft position. And that's what they should have done. Um, It is almost Christmas time. We will not be doing a Christmas episode on Sunday. So uh, we won't be back again until next week. But I did want to talk about some of our favorite uh, Christmas traditions, favorite songs, favorite movies. I'll start with um, Christmas traditions that I have and do for me. In my family, we've kind of talked about it before. Um, My family, my dad's birthday is on Christmas Eve. Couple divorces in this family now. We all, my brothers and I, our family celebrate on Christmas Eve. This, like I alluded to, has freed up my Christmas morning and entire Christmas day. It's just my day. I have no obligations. I have nowhere to go. I have no one to see. Some people are like, oh, that's so sorry. Ooh. No, ma'am. I love that day. I get to spend time with my family on Christmas Eve, see my dad for his birthday, see my kids, send them to their mom. Nothing to do on Christmas Day.
1: Do you not get bored? I do. I get so bored okay. sometimes. That's what I'm and it's like, It's like nice to have the day to yourself, but at the same time, it's just like... It's only that was me today. 11, what time 30? did I talk to you? What
0: time did I text you today? And <laughs> it's like, I'm going to start drinking. I'm bored. Yeah. Uh, it was like 11. It was. And I was, that's my It might have been 10.30. Yeah. I
1: was, I was cleaning and I was just like, what is going on? Because yeah. then again, I was just like, he's at work. And I'm like, oh,
0: No, he's not. Uh, no, I had the day off. I didn't have to do anything. This is day two of Christmas break and I'm already bored. That's
1: not a good sign. Dog, just do what my buddy did a couple uh, Christmas breaks ago. Smoke a shit ton of weed, get drunk every day, and rip a Nick pin the rest of the time. Yeah? Don't but my do My problem that. is... Because I was so mad at this guy. You know what he did? He then eventually went and got married the next year and now has two kids <laughs> with another on the way. <laughs> Yikes. I, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it, if you do this and it works out for you, I'm doing it next year.
0: I thought about doing it today. Just sitting getting drunk having some beers <laughs> but then i knew i had to drive to the office so i was like i i want
1: to i would have brought stuff to you yeah if you'd be like i'm drunk like we're set up in your kitchen. <laughs> Now you tell me. <laughs> you told me you were gonna that. get drunk. Now you tell um, you told me before. You're like, I can't get drunk by myself, and I'm the same I way. Can't, I can't. I can do it. I can have. I've gotten myself to where like I like to come home and have like a glass or two of whiskey at night. Um, mm-hmm. I've been getting a lot of bottles of whiskey for like birthday or Christmas presents as of lately, which is been nice. And so instead of just like letting them sit there and collect dust, it's like I'm gonna have a glass or two at night, mm-hmm. and they've been hitting. <laughs> it's just like really? I sleep soundly. Mm-hmm. That's and what so a lot of people do. But I can't drink it like dry. I got to put in a couple ice cubes and I'll be honest, kind of let them melt a little bit. So it waters it down and then I can drink it. And then it's like, I'm just going to take a shot. Like I just end up being a shot. I just take it real quick. (laughs) So that's my glass of whiskey, but I am maturing Mm -hmm. week, night by night. I I can't do it. But, and I also can't drink
0: alone. Usually I don't even keep alcohol in my house because I don't drink Mm -hmm. at
1: home. I just realized my bar cart's getting a little too full. I'm the guy that's when people leave, like, hey, I don't want this beer. Do you want them? I'm like, sure. You are. And then I got, like, two 30-packs in my fridge. It's like, I'm mm-hmm. not drinking I used
0: to be that guy, but I drink very cheap beer. So I don't need to hoard Natty Light and be like, okay, yeah. you want drink these four beers? Yeah, I'll take them with me.
1: I just wish I was just like, hey, man, come over and have some beers. I don't have, uh-huh. like, this isn't a dig on any of my friends. I don't have any friends like that here. It's like, hey, just come over and let's smash beers. <laughs> I've also just never done that. I'm just going to sit here and watch TV and drink beer. Actually sounds pretty nice. I've just never done that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'd invite you over
1: tomorrow, but tomorrow i have to be a dad. That's right. They'll make us breakfast.
0: Today was your opportunity.
1: (laughs) Damn. I wasn't leaving my place. I barely got my car. Well,
0: another thing is that we got hit with this snow storm too. So there's snow everywhere. I I also did get bored, and I had to leave the house.
1: Um, Fun fact, random story sticking with the Christmas theme here. I am getting a Christmas tree delivered tonight. Why? Someone came in and was like, hey. uh it's three days a,
0: before Christmas.
1: Tell me about it. They're like, I have a nine-foot tree. It's too big. I don't want it. Dang. So I bought a seven-footer. I'm going to give you the nine-foot. I was just like, you're going to give it to me? And they're like, yeah, do you want it? I was like, I'll take it for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a nine-foot Christmas tree. For live, free? To, you don't have yes. to buy it from them? My, yeah. And I was it. just like, that's awesome. And they're 40 minutes away, and they're bringing it to me because they in want to deal <laughs> with a nine-foot tree. And I'm like, I will gladly take it.
0: Yeah. I, you know, my other Christmas tradition is I always put my tree up on Thanksgiving weekend, Black Friday, that mm-hmm. Saturday. Whenever I have my daughters, we put the tree up. Those are my two, like, Christmas traditions that I have.
1: That's it for me on traditions. I didn't put one. I didn't put my tree up this year because <laughs> of the dog. But now it works out, I get one delivered. Already decorated and everything. I just got to take it out of the truck, stick it in the elevator. I don't know how it's going to show up, you know, but... <laughs> I just hope my dog doesn't destroy it. Yeah. That's my only concern with it. It's like, don't Mm -hmm. kill my tree. What about favorite Christmas movies? Do you have favorite Christmas movies? Oh, Elf. That's my, like, I freaking, that Mm -hmm. part where he's walking through the mall and he sees Santa and he screams it, it (laughs) cracks me up every time. You know, a lot of the,
0: maybe you do know this because it's kind of made its rounds on social media now. A lot of the stuff for Elf was just Will Ferrell and a camera crew walking the streets of New York. And just interacting with people. Like where he's hopping across uh-huh. the walkway or whatever, the crosswalk, that was just him. They were just out improv stuff. Or That's like where incredible. he's handing out flyers uh-huh. to people. Just improv, like, hey, let's do some funny stuff on the streets of New York. Wow. Yeah. I so know that. pretty much his whole arrival to New York is just Will Ferrell's creativeness. The That's one of mine, flight, too.
1: I always thought was so much like the diving throw that was all uh-huh. Patrick Mahomes doing the Super Bowl. I thought that was the coolest thing as a kid. I still try that. <laughs> so, yeah, today would be a good snowball fight day. I threw him at my dogs. <laughs> your poor dog. It was freaking hilarious. No, he, thought was, he didn't know we were either there to eat or drink the snow, so he just kept like nipping at it, and then I would throw like snow up, and then he would like run underneath it. Cute as fuck.
0: New world. dog dad. <laughs>
1: hey. I'm
0: surprised you don't have pictures in your wallet. <laughs> I got some videos on my phone. Uh, elf about. is a favorite of mine. I, and I have two others that actually make my top three: the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, and
1: Christmas Vacation. So for me, Elf uh, I already said I love Frosty the Snowman, like that's just a nice little like, throwback for movie for me, and uh, the Grinch movies. Really? Mm-hmm. Any of them, like the the real old one, the one with Jim Carrey, and even the new one. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a pretty cute little movie. I thought it was very the well new, done. The new one you're referring to is a cartoon, right? Yeah, or whatever we call those now. Are they not cartoons? They're like, I don't know. Animated. Yeah, animated.
0: It's not a cartoon anymore.
1: It's what? an animated
0: movie. What's the? That just blow your mind. Yeah, <laughs> cartoons are drawn.
1: Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, like, I, I knew like cartoons were drawn. You're making me feel dumb. <laughs> no, but I was just like, I didn't realize like, that was the reason why we called them cartoons. Makes sense, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still going to call it a cartoon, but yeah. sure, Me too. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> It's either a cartoon or it's live action. <laughs>
1: it's like with Amazon Prime. Like, oh, I'm watching the game on Amazon Prime, and your mm-hmm. daughter's like, you mean Prime? There's like,
0: ugh. Yeah. No, shut up, kid. <laughs> you don't know what it's called. Uh, those three movies, though, for me, Christmas Vacation, Elf, and the Santa Claus, that's like 1A, 1B, 1C. I love all three of them. Yeah. After that, there's not really much that I like have to see.
1: I saw a video today of Jim Carrey talking about when he was the Grinch that being in that costume and doing the makeup for it was like being buried alive. And he had to have some guy uh, from the, the director had some guy from the CEA CIA, excuse me, come down and talk to him about like how to handle pressure situations. Like where you are panicking, you don't know what to do. And so you just like, you know, hit your leg, have a friend come up and slap you smoke a cigarette. And he was like, so I would be in the Grinch costume, just ripping cigarettes and slapping my legs and screaming to like try and get myself to like because I guess it's just so caked on there that you just start to your mind yeah. kind of starts to freak out. And I was just like that would be hysterical. Drive like just walking by, like is that the Grinch smoking a cigarette, and slapping his legs? Yeah, no, just Jim being Jim. Yeah,
0: or like you're just driving by and they're shooting like a film like Batman. <laughs> yeah. Like is Batman sitting on the curb smoking a cigarette right now? Like, it's not as popular now, probably, I don't think. But, like, back in the day in the 90s, driving by and you see somebody shooting a movie, I I think that was Superman. He's ripping (laughs) cigs. Not good. (laughs) Yeah. Why is he drinking a beer? He's just like us. (laughs) Yeah. Belly's, like, loose and flopping out of (laughs) the costume or whatever. Uh, What about favorite Christmas songs? Do you have favorite Christmas songs?
1: Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That one always slaps. Um, I really, really like this year. I've played it so many times, decorating for Christmas. Um, the It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I love singing mm-hmm. the beginning of that one. Uh, and then the other one is All I Want for Christmas is You by mm-hmm. Mariah Carey. Like, there's any time I think of Christmas, that's the song that comes to mind. Yeah. I don't know. And I'll be honest, it became with you, so popular. I don't know what other songs Mariah Carey sings. I know yeah. there's a lot. And I know she's a very talented mm-hmm. singer. This song is Mariah Carey. It's her song. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I even saw like right after Thanksgiving, they're like, it's Mariah Carey season because of this song. I think it's the best Christmas
1: song of all time. Oh, without a doubt.
0: And it's not even, I feel like
1: it's become a thing in my lifetime. Right? I I think that I'm on page with that. Yeah. Well, well, who was the face of Christmas before Mariah Carey? Was it Elvis? He's got some songs. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a gap, ain't it? Elvis to Mariah Carey. (laughs)
0: I don't know. Because I tell you, my three favorite Christmas songs are all relatively new. It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. I love that one as well. Mm-hmm. I like the Michael Bublé version.
1: I like the old version. Both great. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas.
0: Everywhere you are. Song of his generation. <laughs> Over there. And then Last Christmas by Wham. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. I guess it is a Christmas song, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know it is. Shit. It's called Last Christmas. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I was just...
0: I, if I'm listening to Christmas music... How does that song go again? I'm not doing it again. You got one time. Uh, all I Want for Christmas has to be on the playlist. Or I do... like That's not a Christmas playlist. In fact... I mean, even
1: the beginning of it's If it's like...
0: not the first song, <laughs> I'm probably not listening to that playlist.
1: Like, the beginning of the song, All I Want for Christmas is You is almost as relative as Shania Twain saying, let's go, girls. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. those do the same thing for me.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, they both hit the same.
1: Well, I'm just like, woo, let's go, bitches. <laughs>
0: yeah, different songs, same Sorry,
1: right. you're not bitches, you're beautiful.
0: <laughs> right, uh, for sure. Those, those are my Christmas songs, traditions, movies. Do you have anything else you want to add to our Christmas
1: talk? Um, Die Hard a Christmas movie in your mind? To me, it is. I've never seen any of the movies, so I can't answer that. You've never seen any of the movies? N- None of them. Wow. It's a really good movie. All Pretty of them? Popular. I've seen The Lethal Weapons. Okay. <laughs> Getting too old for this I shit. That has I feel like those are relative heart. in terms of like the time period of action movies. Okay. there was like four of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I saw all the Lethal Weapons instead of the Diehards. Okay. <laughs> you can watch both. <laughs> In my mind, that made so much sense. Yeah, I realized I that I was saying it out loud. It's like Diehard Lethal Weapon. Where's there the, Why is there a gap here? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, don't know. I was trying to think of something that was like relative to it. like I don't know who Mariah Carey is, but yeah. <laughs> Christina Aguilera, she's great. No, Whitney Houston, right? I've never uh. listened to Mariah Carey's <laughs> Christmas music, but Whitney Houston's really good. <laughs> That's, That's what fair. you just did. It. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, Again, I do in think my that mind,
1: flawless transition. Because,
0: <laughs> because people are like, oh, it's not a Christmas spirit or whatever. Like, who cares? Like, and honestly, I don't get too fired up about the debate. But it revolves around a Christmas party. And so to me, if you call Home Alone a Christmas movie, Die Hard has to be called a Christmas movie.
1: That's very because, None of us had a Home Alone on our list.
0: Yeah, Home Alone is just
1: Home Alone around
0: Christmas time, but you could change that to they're gone for Thanksgiving, and it's yep. the same movie. Home they Alone could be 2 in summer is break.
1: One of my like, uh, <laughs> like guilty pleasure movies. You know, it I popped up. We talked. Up.
0: We did our top five last year, and you drafted Home Alone two number one overall. Sure,
1: fucking did, man. Sure did. That part where he gets electrocuted <laughs> and just runs through the house, Marv does, and it's just the bricks <laughs> off the forehead. God, it kills me. I literally every saw the time. post
0: and laughed out loud. It's <laughs> like, this motherfucker drafted Home Alone 2. <laughs> Not even
1: one. the first one. First one was just a trial run. We can do even
0: better. It wasn't even on my list <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at all. Yeah. You drafted it number one. It's a great movie. Obviously, you still love it. But I, I do think that if you consider Home Alone a Christmas movie, then you can consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. Yep. And again a lot of people are like oh if you change the party that they're at it doesn't change anything with the movie. Okay, change the holiday that they're going for. They're going for New Year's. They're going for Halloween. Whatever. They like the well, stories they just left case around, around
1: or maybe there is 4th of July.
0: Independence Day.
1: Nah, that Not
0: even really. A, yeah. A holiday movie. We get movies that are based around Christmas, a lot of them. Yeah. We yeah. get some Halloween ones. Yeah cause it's scary. You get a, you get a couple New Year's ones. Mm-hmm. A lot of like romantic comedies I feel like are New Year's. Yep, based around this time period. St. Patrick's Day? Maybe not the movie based around it, but that's not no, yeah. that's not a good. One.
1: Memorial Day, Labor Day, none of those for either.
0: Mm-hmm. We should corner the market on holiday movies. I'm sure that there are so many Hallmark movies that just are about holidays. Oh, dude. We I, I went to my
1: grandma's till, for lunch last week, and she's gone through about 100 Christmas Hallmark movies. She's like, oh, I've seen so many of these. I could probably tell you what the line is. And then like the next two lines, she literally said out loud. I was like, Grandma, that's a, it's called addiction. Yeah. Like, this is not Stop good. it. Yes. Get some help. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I do like the Christmas season, though. And I did the thing, once again, that I always do. I go out, I bought my daughters a bunch of presents, then I feel bad, and I'm like, they deserve better than this. I'm going to go spend more money. And then I finish wrapping all the presents, and I'm like, oh, shit,
1: they're not that good. (laughs) But this year... The presents aren't that good or the kids aren't that good? (laughs) The kids aren't that good. The presents are great.
0: (laughs) This year, it was tough for me, and they already know about it, so I can talk about it now. I got them Taylor Swift tickets. Ooh, dad of the year. That's not a gift that I see sitting under the tree, though. That's a huge gift. They cost a lot of money. Yeah. So when I look under the tree and I don't see very many presents, I'm like, I had to do a better job. And then I remember, we're going to a damn Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of money. That, that should have been the only thing they got for Christmas. They're fine. Yeah. Spoiled. i not brass. going
1: to ask you how much those were. Don't tell Still me. Still
0: paying for it. But... Like. <laughs> <laughs> still paying for it <laughs> see if i can get it paid uh, off by july <laughs> um, all right that's you it Got for a personal <laughs> load uh, go to a concert. what's that Credit's stuff good the thing you uh, like the affirm <laughs> you Yeah. make payments on everything that's yeah, pretty much what i'm doing for the taylor swift <laughs> tickets all right that is it for us though uh, no show on sunday as we celebrate uh christmas some of us with our families and some of us me by ourselves (laughs) but merry christmas to you guys happy holidays hope you enjoy your time we'll talk to you guys next thursday as we're back um recovering from the holiday break but we appreciate you guys again happy holidays and we'll talk to y'all later